Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Melanated Minds Podcast. This is episode three. I'm your host, Ash Despoken, and I'm here today with my co-host, Chris Lockhart. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, beautiful people? This is Chris Lockhart, episode three, Melanated Minds Podcast. Let's go. So tell me, uh, it's a new year, new me. Not actually new me, but it's a new year. <laughs> it's a it's a new year. Uh, tell me how tell me how everything went. You know, we've gone through Christmas, we've gone through the first, and we're currently going through another major wave of COVID. Give me the rundown. Yeah, so first what I want to talk about is like just New Year's in general. Like do you, how do you feel ringing in the new year cuz for me personally this year like I was a little bit excited but not like I don't it doesn't even really feel like a new year anymore, you know? What do you uh, mean? Especially that cel- that weak ass uh <laughs> New Year's celebration. Um I don't know, you watch yeah, uh you watch the ball drop, right? Yeah, uh, can we, I would definitely like to talk about that a bit because I feel like, I don't know if I was watching the same channel as everyone else. I feel like I didn't see a ball drop. Did I like, did I make that up? No, I don't think so. And to be honest, like, who cares? I am uh, pretty surprised that they even let that be a thing this year considering cases were exploding around that time yeah i mean you know i i'm not even honestly i'm not even surprised by the lack of care a lot of these larger institutions are showing towards you know the way things are spreading right now um but I mean, how how were your holidays in general? You know, they were good. It was a little hectic. I uh, my mom had just moved. Um, she moved. New, yeah, right before Christmas, like around around the first of December, she moved. So I, when I got down there, um, she basically had me run errands the whole time. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd be leaving <laughs> every like hour to go do something. Um, I had to move some furniture. I always feel like, I mean, I've been moving a lot of furniture like this past year. Now that I think about it, but um, I guess that's adult life for you. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, I have moved quite the many times in my life, and as you know, the last time was quite sudden, and I will probably be moving again from this spot. But you know, yeah, I. My holidays were pretty chill, um, but I also agree with you. Like, I think, I feel like the way time has worked the last three years has been broken, you know. Um, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way, and I've definitely heard a lot of people talk about it the same way. Like, when I think back, it's hard for me to distinguish when events even happened like the timeline has been nuts the last few years 
uh, between the elections, the political landscapes, the crazy news that's happening almost every other day. It's just like at, at some point I, you just lose your sense of your sense of time and like where you are and what's going on. Um, and I, I, it relates to the holidays because there's so many times I slip up, I'll be like, Oh, I did, I did this, this and that last Christmas. And then I'm like, wait, no, that's what I did the Christmas two years ago or three years ago. Like (laughs) it's just getting hard to keep track of things. Yeah, I know. I don't know if it's like just getting older and the holidays just start to blend together at this point. Or like you said, like the past three years time has just been so strange for all of us. But, um, you know, hopefully things start to improve. I feel like once this uh, the pandemic ends, things will feel a little bit more normal time wise. But I guess we'll have to find out, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a big if. And I know, you know, one of the things we wanted to talk about was sort of the differences in, you know, the the magic of these holidays or just the general differences between how we experience them, them now as adults and, you know, how we were experiencing them as kids and you know, the conservatives will tell you it's the war on Christmas, <laughs> the the liberal war on Christmas. <laughs> that's that's why uh, things just don't feel as magical. But, um, you know, obviously we we'll talk a little bit more about it. But I I think there's such a huge, drastic difference between, and even if we're talking about just Christmas, like between Christmas when I was younger and Christmas now, and I know that's not the case for a lot of people, but you know, just generally, how do you, how do you feel? Do you think things have changed a lot? Oh yeah, definitely. And I think part of it is just the fact that, you know, neither of us are living with our folks anymore. Um, it's more of like a, I don't know, it's kind of like visiting and celebrating the holiday at the same time. Um, so I think that kind of changes things a bit. And then obviously, like, I don't get gifts and stuff like that anymore. Like, like I did when I was a kid. I feel like the magic is kind of gone. Like, <laughs> what's funny is <laughs> on Christmas, um, Someone in my family gave me a card and he literally just took like a piece of legal paper and wrote on it and put a hundred dollar bill on it and gave it to me. See, but that's like, that's like great as like, as an adult, (laughs) like, I don't know if like for a second, I feel like that kid in me would be like, what the fuck is this? But then you see that a hundred dollar bill and you're like, all right, now I can pay my water bill next month. Like, it, I, 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 it's like the drastic change from even just the things I was interested in. Like, oh, I hated getting any type of clothing as a Christmas gift when I was younger, especially when I was at the age where my mom was still picking out my outfits. It's just like, I, you know, I don't care about this new hoodie because I don't even get to decide when I'm wearing it or like it doesn't even have what I want on it. 
But nowadays, right. like, I would love to get some clues, man. Like, I'm tired of dropping $200 whenever I want to pick up a couple outfits somewhere. And, you know, obviously I would, on the other end of the spectrum, I'd hate to get toys and, like, uh, a, you know, a bunch of a bunch of Hess trucks and things like that as well. No, I could uh, I could be interested depending on what kind of toy it is. Just saying. There's a there's a lot of innuendos there, uh, but, <laughs> um, you know the the Christmas the Christmas magic was definitely there when I was younger. Uh, I used to stay up every Christmas Eve waiting for Santa, and I'm sure. Everyone here knows how that went. I never saw. I never caught him slacking. And right, right. I remember. I remember one time, man. I I thought it was. I thought it was the time. And I could have been imagining this because I was pretty sleepy. I was pretty sleep deprived. But I swore once I heard some jingle bells while I was laying in bed. Now, as an adult, I'm sure my mom was outside in my room shaking the bell around but uh i was quite hype but that magic doesn't exist anymore i feel like especially living in philly on christmas eve the most out here outside my door is you know some gunshots every now and then uh, (laughs) or some sirens going by it's not the same christmas magic at all it's just not what it used to be back to new year's though did you do resolution this year because i didn't said i was gonna do it yeah i didn't man i i do resolutions every other day uh (laughs) like i guess the short answer is no just because i'm one of those people that that's like why would i wait until the first i can start any time but it'll also it'll always be a toss up about you know whether I actually start or not. But I'm curious as to what your resolution was. Um, no, I mean I said I didn't do one. If oh, I had oh, done yeah. one, uh, <laughs> it would have probably been something like try to live my life a little more. I feel like last year was really about you know mainly grinding, and this year you know I want to keep grinding, but I want to figure out how I can get a little more time for me and my hobbies, you know, doing stuff like this a little more. Cause you know, it's been a minute since we recorded an episode, you know, a lot of life stuff happened. I know it was the holidays too, but we've been trying to coordinate this for a while. Well, you know, I'm glad that we're both here on making it work. I'm also definitely trying to keep grinding out some content for the next year. So my question is, since you didn't get to do your resolution, are you now saying none of that can happen? Oh, absolutely not. You know, I feel like the sentiment of a New Year's resolution is definitely nice, a nice thing. But, you know, we all any of us can make a resolution to do something at any time of the year. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's just about getting off your butt. And this is absolutely 
not a preaching to the choir situation because I am slacking on quite the many things. But that's a conversation for another time. I was about to ask anything you want to share with the people real quick. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't put out what I'm slacking on because then someone might try and make me. Uh, what's the word? Someone might try to hold me responsible for not slacking on it. I can't. I can't have that. I can't have that. All right, fair. Wait, fair. Uh, it's a what's it? Lazy boy, 2022. We uh, all the all the couch potatoes. This is our year to stay couch potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to, that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Um, so one one thing that did happen last year in 2021 was uh, we got a new holiday. And what is that? Good sir, tell us, tell us what holiday we got. Yes, yeah, we got, we got Juneteenth as a federal holiday, y'all. Um, so Ash, did you, did you know, first, did you know about Juneteenth before it became, you know, a big issue or not issue, but before it became popular to talk about? If I'm being honest with you, I did not. I do remember some rumblings about it a few years ago, maybe like four or five years ago. And then I've like, you know, every year I've watched it become more and more spoken about until people started to actually celebrate it. And I feel like, you know, before it was even a federal holiday, there was, I remember there were still some companies giving people off on that day. And my first job out of college was absolutely not one of those. If any of you remember, you know, the things I said about it a couple podcasts ago. But I do remember um, on Juneteenth, I think that was 2019, one of my coworkers brought in a bunch of like shirts that she had hand custom made, um, Juneteenth shirts and some some mask. Um, and I don't think the president saw it, but I can tell you it would have ended up in the back in a dumpster fire if he did. But... <laughs> um, God damn. But like how do you how do you feel? Do you think do you think being recognized as a federal holiday is making progress or making the sort of progress you want to see? Uh it's definitely not the progress I want to see, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm just gonna say that right now. Now I do think it definitely deserve to be recognized um i do feel a type of way that now white people get to celebrate another day off i'm just kidding um <laughs> but uh i think that we're not kidding <laughs> don't expose me um i i really am conflicted about this because on one hand you know i think that it's great that they they made it an official federal holiday, but at the same time, you know, I like look what's going on right now with um, all these conservative states or even I don't know if they're necessarily conservatives. I, I think some of the liberal states might be doing this, too. But I know I just know a lot of states in general are 
basically labeling teaching civil rights as critical race theory oh, yeah. and and striking them out of the curriculum, which is insane to me. You know, um, that just uh, it's scary because it, they're literally trying to whitewash and, um, you know, basically just whitewash history and they don't want to teach kids, you know, of all the shit that this country has done to, you know, it's, uh, um, I guess POC community or however you want to, I didn't phrase that right, but whatever, um, to, you know, black Americans. Um, and I think that making Juneteenth a federal holiday is definitely more of a gesture. You know, I don't think it, I don't think it's, uh, doing enough by itself to combat what's going on you know yeah now i completely agree with you but just playing devil's advocate some would say that making juneteenth a national holiday is at the very least doing a lot to make the holiday itself more known um you know like like i said earlier i didn't really know much or really anything about Juneteenth until start talk about it becoming a holiday really started to pop up and then it became a thing. So for people that say, well, regardless of it being just a gesture or not, it's spreading awareness, how would you respond? No, and that's why I'm conflicted because it is spreading awareness to the people that are open to receiving it. Um, personally, I didn't know about, I, I wasn't, I, I was kind of taught about Juneteenth when I was a kid. Like it was a small paragraph in my history textbook with a picture of a black sheriff, like on a horse. And it was just saying like, Juneteenth is celebrated in Texas because they were the last, th- that was the last date of, uh, American slaves learning that they had earned their freedom. Um, so I, I sort of knew about it, but I didn't know. It wasn't, like, widely celebrated, or I didn't know anybody that celebrated it until after the the, the uh, protests and stuff in 2020. Um, so, you know, I guess to answer your, your question is I, I'm definitely conflicted about it. I yeah. think it's, I see positives and negatives to it, and... You know, I can't complain too much. I have another holiday off now. Um, of course. And, and I, you know, my I'm... message to people is... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You're Just good. one more thing. <laughs> uh, my message to people is um, make sure to uh, pour a glass of Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest whiskey is the official drink of Juneteenth. Okay. I was fully expecting you to say Hennessy for some reason. <laughs> um... I need to, uh, you know, Henny, if that's if that works for you. Pour out the Henny, no. pour out the Henny. Um, no, yeah, I, I'm completely with you. I, I'm conflicted on it as well. And, you know, I, I think it's for personal reasons. Like, I feel like these things being recognized as these things, including Juneteenth, Black History Month, being recognized as, you know, f- well, Juneteenth being recognized as a federal holiday 
does a lot to bring awareness to other POC who might grow up in environments where they don't have a lot of um, firsthand access to that sort of education and those things. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I kind of agree with the joke you said earlier about, you know, the whites having access to Juneteenth as well. And I don't mean that in kind of like a, like a gatekeeping way, but it is like kind of jarring to think about how a lot of people who don't agree with um you know the history of african americans in this country and a lot of people who just straight up don't like black people at all are reaping the rewards of of suffering you know and it's funny to me because i imagine you know your strong-armed conservative republican you know sitting at home on his day off his paid holiday off drinking a beer uh-huh. complaining uh-huh. about the blacks getting him a day off while enjoying his day off so like i i think about compare i think about comparisons like that like uh i i honestly think what we should do as a country is you know those those volunteer disclosures you do um, when you apply to a job where you have to put in um, how you basically how you identify, whether you're a veteran, whether you identify as disabled, etc. I think right. all the people who identified as white should be made to work and do the work of all the POC for that day. Oh, so essentially just, uh, <laughs> I guess we get uh, a white slave for a day, for lack of a better term. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I I wasn't going to go as far as to say that. But, you know, I, I say we take all the cubicles out of the office. We turn up the heat a bit. <laughs> we uh make them collect stacks of paper from the paper field Get us put it coffees. in sacks weigh the sacks at the end of the day and you know all i'm saying is if some people don't meet that weight requirement there's trouble and that's it <laughs> you know it's a it might sound a little controversy but uh controversial but uh that's what i think juneteenth should be about pretty much reversing those roles um but you know Going back to what you were saying, I took a little bit of a tangent there. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved that was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I I agree. It's just kind of a gesture, and it reminds me of you know when all these protests were going on, um, and the cities were like, okay, we're gonna paint BLM on this street. You win. Like that's kind of what it feels like. I don't think at a federal level we're really doing anything that actually supports uh these movements that uh supports repayment or um sort of reconstruction reconstructive values to to that pain i feel like everything i hear about everything i hear about in terms of the movement progressing is always happening at local levels there's these local nonprofits, there's these groups that are working with uh local politicians to get changes done in their city 
but it's just funny. I feel like I never see much happening at a federal level. And I, I was, I guess I was kind of, um, I don't want to say dumb, but I, I'm naive. I, I was kind of naive when all these uh, insane protests were happening that like change would actually happen. Like it was happening everywhere. Protests were happening everywhere. And there were so many people involved. And then it kind of just like poof. And that's kind of it, you know? Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I agree. I think it's, I think in terms of visibility, it's good. And there's definitely a lot of people it would benefit and does benefit. But I do think that majority of the country that benefits from it not only doesn't have the right to benefit from it, but also don't respect it either way, you know? Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree with all of that. And, you know, speaking of uh, holidays, MLK Day is actually this Monday. It's um, coming up. We get to get all the uh, all the dish the discounts at Lush. Discounts at lunch. Are, is that a joke or are you being serious? I it was a joke, but I am so sure there'll be some sort of uh, discount at lunch, and it'll be specifically for the charcoal mask. Uh, yeah, I I could see that. I could see that. Oh, God. I'm I'm a I'm a little off the rocker today, but uh. <laughs> I'm all for it. Talking know, so. about the loss of Christmas magic just really got to me. I know. You're, you're like um, trying to be a Dave Chappelle or somebody. Anyway. So. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, slightly, uh, this is related to what we've been talking about, but, you know, something in common that at least I think all of our holidays, except for Kwanzaa, have is that they're all about, you know, commemorating trauma right Mm. that we went through as a group of people um how does that make you feel yeah you know um i think it kind of goes both ways like i kind of like the notion of turning something traumatic or a traumatic event for a group of people into a form of celebration and remembrance. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I do find it interesting that there aren't more things focused on like a lot of the positive things that have happened in history. Um, how do you feel about that? Man, I'm just wondering why we can't just have nigga day where we can just, you know, celebrate. I, I was just joking, by the way. I, I, I was expecting <laughs> you to laugh. Uh, no, no, I was I was just thrown off a second. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I heard that right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you, you heard right. Um, but you know what I mean? Just like a, a day that celebrates our accomplishments and achievements, you know, 
not that we can't do that for any of our current holidays, but I feel like I don't know. I I so uh as you know, um during the holidays I was down in DC. Um and you know, DC is a great city. And while I was there, you know, my girlfriend and I we went to the I don't want to butcher the name, but it's really long. The National African American Museum of Culture and Art, I think. It's probably something around there. (laughs) It's something like that. Um, And I think one thing that really struck me, um, first of all, it's a great museum. I I recommend everybody, anyone goes to it. Uh, They did a great job in, you know, taking 400 years of history and putting it in one building. Um, obviously you can't get everything in there, but they did a really good job with touching on, you know, the big things. And I wish that it existed when I was a kid, because I, I definitely could have used that back in, uh, you know, 2009 or whatever. Um, but anyway, uh, what really like struck me was when I went to the, the cultural floor where like, it's, it has all of our. Uh, you know, our greatest like musicians and artists and um, athletes and actors and, you know, basically just the best of the best. Right. Um, and just right. so like how many different people and. Uh, exhibits is not the right word, but that's what I'm going to go for. They had on display um, and I'm just like. Why can't we just have a, a holiday where we we focus on that? You know, the po- more positive, um, the more positive things we've accomplished. Now, how would you go about? Would this be something that's recognized at a federal level? Uh, I'm not a politician. I wouldn't know. I just thought it'd be a nice idea. But in to, an ideal uh, world, would it be recognized federally? I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to think about that. That's a good question. Yeah. That just goes back to what we were talking about with how we were, we were kind of upset at, um, at things being federal, you know? Yeah, I. but the thing is, like, it's not even specifically it being at a federal level that I hate. I just don't like that there doesn't seem to be any support or any sort of funding beyond that. Like, if we took this day and it became a federal holiday and cities, like, put on positive events... Um, that'd be a completely different story. And, you know, devil's advocate on that again, you could say, well, this is something that could still support people. This is something that could still bring people who don't support, you know, BLM, don't support POC in this country out to these events. And my solution for that is I think we should have, you know, People talk at these events that just absolutely no one who doesn't support would go to, uh, like Al Sharpton. Uh, we could, we could bring Trevor Noah. Just voices that will repel 
the hating white folks. See, I I would disagree with that for one reason only. And that is I want them to spend their damn money at these events. <laughs> yeah, I mean now if it's a city hosted event, I feel like the money would have to go uh, we're get, we're getting we're getting into some like event planning conversation. Yeah, right, I, I, right I don't know where this it is was going. <laughs> it, it wasn't meant to get this deep, but my note was I would love for that money to go into funding parts of the city that don't have access to as much resources as other parts of the city. Um, you know, education, free meal programs, public transportation, just things like that. Versus just being funneled back into whatever the fuck the city does with the taxes. I don't know what I'm paying taxes in Philly for. Like, these potholes take me out almost every day, man. Uh, but, bet, yeah. yeah. We can uh, we can take a step, a little step back because uh, we're about to go off into uncharted territory. Yeah. your favorite season summer for sure followed by fall followed by fall so you're not what about, what about you you're not a cold guy not really which honestly sh- shocks me just a bit because i know you like i know you your casual is like business casual and i feel like you were always business casualed up in the summer. So I'm surprised you don't like the winter because then you can do it and not sweat all the time. I mean, I guess for aesthetics, it's nice. But I mean, in the winter, at least where I am at, you got to have this big old oh, heavy man. coat on. Like, it's not fun. It, it's freezing. And especially those all those dang hills uh, up by you. Like I remember driving up there in the summer and the only thing I could think about is how do people not die here every year? I don't understand. Um, I mean, obviously people do people die everywhere all the time, but yeah. Um, <laughs> just a little sorry, morbid. sorry, sorry to drop that on you, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of the winter at all. Um, I think it's counterintuitive to your new year's resolution. Like I also want to go out more, experience life more, but like, I don't want to be cold and I don't want to have to wear this big fluffy coat everywhere that i go um but you know i know you're you're not a fan of the winter what's your what's your least favorite things about the winter uh the temperature for sure i i uh hate snow at this point like i remember when i was a kid um snow was exciting this was back when it it used to snow in the winter where i'm from um now it's kind of like a dusting but uh I remember as a kid, you know, we used to get a lot of snow. I used to be able to, like, go sledding, 
you know, getting snow days off from school was fun. And, you know, I didn't have to deal with, you know, grown people shit like shoveling snow off the car or uh, walking through snowstorms. Like, I just hate snow so <laughs> damn much. Um, and then also in the winter, you know, it's dark at 5 p.m., which sucks. Right, in addition to being dark all the time. Yeah, the sun disappears for weeks. Like, only good thing about winter, in my opinion, is it's good for hiking. That's about it. Now, I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to hear that and go, what? Like, 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 snow trekking? Like, what's good about hiking in the winter? Because I feel like hiking in the winter takes away everything that I would like about hiking in the summer. Well, hiking in the summer sucks, in my opinion, because you become a sweaty mess halfway through the trail. In the winter, you can just hike and, you know, you'll stay cool naturally. In fact, you might you might get a little bit of hot with the coat, but you can just, you know, unzip it, let yourself air out for a bit and get back to it. Now, what sucks about hiking in the winter, though, is ice. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you don't want to be slipping and sliding, especially around here, because you're gonna, you know, fuck around and crack your skull open. Especially on that black ice, that melanated mines ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like any time we even say the word black on this podcast, we have to replace it with uh, melanated mines. Melanated or mines. MM. That's that's the new move. Yeah, uh, I'm actually happy that you said hiking in the winter is better because I feel like the slander you'll get from that comment will take attention away from anything else I've said <laughs> the rest of this podcast. Um, Bro, I've already fucked up, I feel like, a few times on this podcast. On this yeah, episode. yeah, this one... This one uh, was a definitely one, definitely one for the books. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, I definitely think we get more bitter as adults, at least speaking for myself. I was like you. I used to love the snow. I used to go out, make little snow angels, put a little snow penis on it. And yeah. like you could get hot chocolate and I, you know, like, there was this also, like, it, you didn't care. Like, I remember one time, whenever there'd be a huge storm, we would do, like, these huge snowball fights at school. And, like, it hurt. And I, I never did it with gloves. So I probably had frostbite at least, like, eight times in my childhood. Mm. But I remember one time, like, a kid through this giant snow slab that he found right at my face without realizing that there was like ice inside of it uh-huh. and that thing that thing took me out <laughs> i was uh i was bawling my eyes out had a little nosebleed but like guess what you clean it up you go right back outside and keep throwing ice and snow at each other. And it's like now I hate just even the sight of snow. 
And I know there's still a lot of people who enjoy snow. They enjoy sledding. I won't lie. Go up to the Poconos every now and then. It is fun. But, like, when you're a Dell, all it is is just inconvenience to me. Like you said, you got to wake your cold ass up in the morning to shovel your car out. Then you got to go to your crappy job with your crappy boss. Uh, there's traffic. The second there's any kind of wet, like snow or rain, people forget how to drive. The traffic is horrible. You're sludging through it. You're cold. All your stuff's getting wet. It's like, you know, what happened? I wonder at what age things shifted for me. I don't know. I guess when we entered the real world at, you know, 22, you know, things just changed. Things uh, changed. Things may have changed for me in college, actually, because my classes were always on the complete opposite side of campus than where I lived. And for those with no context, that's like a 20 to 30 minute walk back and forth from my classes. So whenever those snowstorms rolled in, there was a lot of a, a lot of fake sob stories going out to my professors on email about why I wasn't in class. Of course. Uh, I, you know, to my professors, I probably lost half of my family those four, <laughs> those four years. <laughs> but uh, that's the classic. The classic. I had a, a family emergency. Family uh, emergency. That's the. That's my number one excuse. No one can question that one. Um, but yeah, times times have changed. Times have. I I know everyone can relate to that. Things are so different right now, and there's just no telling, no telling at all where they'll go. The things, the things that are happening in this timeline: Kanye, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. What's going on? I don't know about that. I don't even want to know about that. Yeah, I mean, I thought good for you. Good, good for you for not being tapped in to where the social media algorithms are giving you all the updates. Uh, Because I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone right now. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I feel like my my life is black mirror enough. I don't need to know about the metaverse or what um, Kanye West is. Uh, his real estate, you know. Now here's, uh, this is definitely off topic from our, our theme here, but, and I feel dumb for even asking, but is, has the metaverse dropped yet? Because I feel like I keep seeing so many virtual reality videos, but it's just people calling anything virtual reality the metaverse. So I, I kind of look at it, so all my knowledge about metaverse, right, is stored in the same part of my brain as NFTs. Okay. Where, like, I feel like they're, everybody says they're real, but I don't really believe that they're actually real. Like, I I saw something that was like, yeah, people are starting to sell real estate in the metaverse. And I'm like, this, this is some NFT, like, fake type internet bullshit. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, and it also doesn't, like... Because I'll see stuff that's very similar, and I'll I'll look up, like, okay, Metaverse release day, or Metaverse, Metaverse download, and there's, like, nothing. 
And I mean, honestly, that's probably the genius of the marketing of Facebook, that the fact that metaverse has become a catch-all term for anything happening in the VR space. Um, it's meta now. Facebook meta. no longer exists. Yes. They're now meta. Well, I think Facebook is Facebook, but meta is the whole conglomerate. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. Let's look. We can do. Yeah, we can do we, large corporation slander in another in another episode. Yeah, uh, let, let's get back. Let's get back to the winter stuff because that that's really gonna make me depressed. Um, you know what's something that's funny though. Um, so like last year, last year meaning twenty twenty, not twenty twenty one. Um, you know, everybody was talking about how snow days were no longer going to be a thing because of uh, Zoom school. Yeah. And at least where I'm at, apparently that isn't the case. Like, they still get snow days, even though, you know, Zoom classes were a thing. So I don't know. Yeah, but now I'm also confused about how they measure a snow day because i feel like snow days used to be measured by what's too much to reasonably have people come to campus but now how do they measure it because the the school district of philadelphia i just doxed where i live but i don't care the school district of philadelphia had a snow day the other day and i'm pretty sure it snowed like like i don't know like two centimeters like it was kind of like you said, like a dusting, but they had a school day. And I kind right. of feel like, I kind of feel like at least back in my day, you know, you're, it's up to your knees and schools are still like holding off until right before school supposed to start to announce whether there'll be a school day or not. Um, but I mean, right. I know you don't have the answers, but I just find it interesting that like, how do we measure what's reasonable enough for a remote snow day now? I think I know. I think I know. Oh, okay, hit me. Hit I, me with I think it. I think they base it off how much staff are infected with COVID. <laughs> so you get we're gonna start having snow days in the summer now too. Then yeah, <laughs> school's gonna uh, bring in the uh, the little the little the ski slope snow machine just to bring the story together that's funny right yeah uh that's the staffing staffing that's a whole that's a whole other issue not not too related to what we're talking about today but uh yeah yeah that's the crazy part of it well you know i feel like we have done a solid job covering all of our topics that we got going on today i would agree unless you have a, a wild card topic to uh you want to bring up randomly i think totally not to. if i'm being honest i think i have dropped a little too many wild cards today <laughs> uh, uh i think i think we're about to get our show blacklisted <laughs> uh yeah uh, no pun intended right <laughs> yeah no 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 pun intended at all i i hope it gets whitelisted actually true um so i guess my question to you is is there anything you're looking forward to 
in this coming year. It could be anything like you know, manifestations, your horoscope, uh, any new shows coming out that you want you're excited about. Uh, yeah, I, I was actually just thinking about let us know asking you that too. So let me think. You know, I'm looking forward to physical and mental growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in horoscopes, horoscopes, horoscope. I don't, I think every day is what you make it. There is my, my Instagram quote of the podcast. I just want to keep grinding, keep learning new things, keep getting new experiences. I definitely agree with you. I want to get out more. That was my goal for this past summer. Um, but even though it's cold and I don't want to move, I want to get out and experience the world and not to go back into some of the darker territory. But I definitely think I speak for a lot of people when I say the past three years, if it's taught us anything, it's to experience as much of life as you can while you have it and I know for some people that's a privilege some people are working that nine to five plus grind they get home they're tired they might have kids they might have to cook dinner but even if it's 10 20 minutes just find something new find something that excites you and try to fit it into your schedule as much as you can uh so we damn bro yeah you know I was just trying to ask, like, if you were excited for The Boys Season 3. Damn. Yeah, I'm also excited for The Boys Season 3. I'm also excited to see my boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I think, I'm, uh, I think I'm going off the deep end right now. How about you? What are you, what are you looking forward to? Uh, health and wealth, first and foremost. Health and wealth. Um but besides the the obvious, that's a good question. Uh, I definitely, I think you pretty much have touched on everything that I was gonna say. Um, but aside from like traveling, uh, I want to, I want to get a little more serious about my, you know, my my little music side gig thing that I've been, uh, essentially like procrastinating on for like the past. Three years? Yeah, for for our listeners who don't know, our good friend here, Chris Lockhart, is an aspiring rap artist. He goes by Lil T-Bag. He has some solid tracks out right now. He's working on on something with Lil Xan, so look out for that. Hey, that's right. That's right. That's right. Check (laughs) me out. SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Um, the intersection at 12th and 5th. Napster. Uh, yeah, Napster, LimeWire. You know, I got mad. You know, I got a trunk full of mixtapes. Trying to push those. No, nah, but for for real though. Um, yeah, I think I think that's definitely on my to do list. Um, in fact, I probably should. You know what a vision board is? Yes. So I started one, and I probably should finish it. I'll try to do that soon. 
Do you remember what's on it right now? Uh, food. Food. Well, you know what? I see that vision, and I'm trying to link and build. Let's bring that. Let's bring that quote back for the 2022 season. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. All right, y'all. You know, you know what it is. This is a uh, Melanated Minds. This has been episode three. You can follow us on all the social media platforms of your choice. Like this podcast. Give us five stars. Put some good comments on it. Because if you don't, your boy is learning how to code. And in about 50 years, I'll be good enough to track you down. And that's all I have to say. Yes, as uh, this man's lawyer, that's all uh, he has to say. Yes, no further comments. Thank you.